0: Welcome
1: back to the bros.
0: Welcome back, everybody. It's good to be back.
1: We're back. We sound a little bit too excited for what happened this past weekend, but it's okay because I think we've we've given ourselves time.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely cried it all out as much as I could on Saturday night. Um, I think I went through almost a whole box of Kleenexes and tissues, so...
1: What? So, really?
0: Maybe, maybe more of that's because I'm kind of a little congested still. So,
1: <laughs> Though I do want to hear about all of that. But um, I guess you're feeling a little sick. But I, besides the sickness, all right, how are you doing?
0: Yeah, so kind of dealing with a head cold. So it's, it's that time of season. I, I hate sickness. I, I rarely ever do get sick. So this is the one of very few times. I blame you possibly for getting me sick.
1: <laughs> um, uh, let's let's just say we didn't practice real good social distancing. <laughs> I happened to get sick last week, everyone. So, and then I we saw each other Friday. Yeah, was, he's he's it, over it was, here
0: sharing he's over sharing the love a little too was, close to you.
1: I mean, it was dad got well. Actually, my wife was sick last last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then my dad got sick. And then I got sick. We saw each other on Friday. I was like in the middle of my sickness. And then uh, lo and behold, here you are.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've just been uh, taking a lot of uh, juices, medicines, and I got my uh, humidifier going over here in the background. So yeah, just got to push along, get through this sickness.
1: Someone needs to get you some chicken noodle soup. We need to get mom on this. I I actually, I did. But Mom.
0: she didn't bring me chicken noodle soup but i found some in my pantry i had that today
1: (laughs) i was gonna say mom got you chicken noodle soup
0: lucky dog no nope. she didn't come in that clutch nope
1: (laughs) that would have been great um how how are you doing i'm not sick so (laughs) better than you are yeah but um i'm doing i'm doing all right actually i'm actually feeling kind of empty in in the sense that this has been one of my most involved seasons with RSL and now I feel really empty, but I mean, I've been really involved in other seasons because I really love soccer, but Mm -hmm. this one was like season ended and I'm like, there's no game for me to watch. Yeah.
0: I've been literally, well obviously we have the international window that's coming up this weekend, but I'm like, what's next? What do I watch now? I'm like, in this (laughs) like three, three month window span of no MLS. It's like, Waiting, waiting, twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> it's
1: uh, I, I have I have a meme or video in my head of the the guy standing on the alone uh, on the on the swing, on the on swing, st- standing in the park, sitting on the bench.
0: <laughs> yep. The RSL bros waiting for MLS season just to kick off again.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> the MLS season still is going on, just without RSL.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So don't. Don't forget MLS playoffs are still happening. You have like three weeks left. so it goes until December 9th has a week off because of the international window and then it goes back to the conference semifinals uh, the day after Black Friday.
1: That's still a long ways away
0: <laughs> right <laughs> right
1: <laughs> but let's let's dive into this. So what, what we're gonna we're, because we don't have a game, normally this is our actually our first episode without a game to that we're anticipating. So this is going to be kind of a new territory that we're discovering. And so we're going to do it this way. We're going to talk a little bit about the game, just a little bit, just to get our feelings out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we're going to talk about the other games that went on, or maybe vice versa, whatever order it comes in. Um, and then we're going to get into, there was a lot of player interviews the past two days. At there was.
0: And if I wasn't sick and if I wasn't feeling if I wasn't under the weather, I totally would have been there. I, I, I'm I, so unhappy that I wasn't there, but we got a lot of good videos from other people that were there. So we'll break those down for you guys.
1: Absolutely. Um, And then we're going to give out our own team awards. I mean, you guys probably have, uh, RSL probably has their team awards. You guys have your own thoughts. We're going to give you our thoughts on a couple of categories. Absolutely. And, uh, I can't remember. Did you have anything else on the list? No, we just
0: have the we had the three game threes that we got to break down. Um, we oh we got a bracket challenge.
1: Oh yeah, we got to do that too. So let's get this underway. Um, there were two other game threes that we just want to mention. Absolutely. Let's
0: uh. So we had Seattle and dallas that you and i we were watching that on friday as you probably got me sick that night (laughs) we had more fun laughing at whatever we were laughing at and eating pizza than actually watching that game because that game was the most boring game out of all the mls games so far in this playoffs
1: that that night ended up being um, me having cough fits because i was (laughs) laughing so hard yeah. At the at the dumb memes and videos that dad was sharing with me, and then you were on the couch doing something else, and then dad would show you, you would laugh, we'd all just start laughing. What was I, there was this there was one video that we just couldn't stop laughing about. Do you remember?
0: It's not coming to my mind, but
1: <laughs> Alright. Dad, if you're listening to this, let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but that game was kind of boring. Roosnet gets a, a goal in the first half and that's all they needed to Punched their ticket to the the conference semifinals. Unfortunately, so Dallas, you're out of here.
1: Well, that that game sucked for Dallas, only because they uh, didn't have Jesus uh, Ferreira.
0: Yeah, no, no Jesus to save them in that game.
1: Nope. I, well, uh, Jesus, another Jesus came into the second half.
0: Yeah, that's true. They got they got they got backup Jesus.
1: That one didn't save.
0: Nope. 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 So then we we jump over to the other other game on the Eastern Eastern Conference. We got. Um, Columbus and Atlanta. And I was really, really hoping for Atlanta just because I want to see Almada win another trophy because he won one last year with Argentina. But it comes it comes to a halting stop for Atlanta, losing 4-2 in Columbus. Um and Almada didn't even have a he didn't even have an assist. It was just all Brooks Lennon for the two assists for Atlanta in this one.
1: Yeah, I mean it's I can only imagine it's hard for Almada um not being surrounded by the best players to play with i mean look look at the four people surrounding him uh you there was can't i can't even pronounce like two of their names uh lobe Lob What Lob, Hanid, whatever can you, you, know you pronounce he's
0: from, that he's from georgia so that's a tough tough name to pronounce i i oh, don't great. know um Forge, y- fortune y- Yakamakis is is a solid striker up top
1: Right, that, that that's the one I'm not mentioning. So he had Fortune, Muyumba, and Silva as the other three. So those four you're like, first off, haven't heard of them ever. Second yeah. off, um, they their country well, their fought mob scores were absolutely hideous. And so there wasn't like, support for Almada.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there obviously were what there have been rumors that Almada might be going to Napoli or other places. I really believe that this might be the offseason that Almada packing his bags, going Europe or or somewhere else.
1: Um, other other places, other destinations that have been rumored, um, have been to the Netherlands, to either an Ajax or an uh, Ed Edder Edder, he's Heesen Hooven thousand hooven whatever
0: <laughs> yeah especially at the age of 22 he's still young he has a world cup behind him so let let the man get more experience be pl- playing in europe with other with bigger talent
1: yeah the the fear is that he'd be sitting the bench if he goes off to europe so possibly possibly but anyways columbus crew move on and yeah. that uh, is the end of that
0: yeah so you got columbus orlando and then philly and Cincy, and then in the West. You got, unfortunately, you got Houston, KC, and then LA, Seattle. So,
1: <sighs> um, yeah. Let's let's first talk about real quick about those matchups. Uh, just give me your opinion, your thoughts on each of those matchups, and then we'll get into this bracket challenge standings. See where everyone stands. Because if you're still listening at this po- point, you're probably wondering where do I stand. Well. Log on, figure it out. But we'll, <laughs> we'll tell you the, the top couple of people.
0: Um. So where I stand, the teams in the West, my my least favorite teams in the West, like you and I talked about it, I would have been happy with like a San Jose, even a Colorado to be making this Western Conference semifinal, but not an LAFC, not a KC, our two, our two least like teams in the
1: West. Uh, top four least like, are you kidding me? all four of them rsl fans don't like i mean yeah take give me any other western conference <laughs> team i mean colorado they are rival quote unquote um they i'd be fine playing with them against them uh minnesota i'm fine with san jose oh, yeah. i'm fine with name me another one i can't remember vancouver vancouver thank you um yeah i think those are the only ones <laughs> but but having houston kc seattle And LAFC, bro. That's all four that we hate.
0: Oh yeah. Looking at who I want to go to the MLS Cup out of these four teams, I'm like, neither. Like, I I don't want any of them.
1: (laughs) No, no. But but you have to you have to choose one. Um. No, you. Well, you already chose one in your bracket. Who? Yeah. My
0: in my bracket, I have it's Seattle Columbus in my MLS Cup final. But if I were to change that, realistically, I'm gonna maybe I'm feeling Houston,
1: honestly. Yeah, you got weird feelers because I don't feel it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but
0: the, the matchup
1: match I'm, match I'm looking, looking
0: forward to overall, I'm, I'm excited about that Cincinnati-Philadelphia game because obviously we know Cincinnati just won Supporter Shield. They're a very strong team in Bariel um, and Lucia Acosta. And we have Philadelphia who just got – they've gone pretty far in the MLS Cup the past several years. So with Gazdag – and Badoya that is a very very good matchup in
1: both those teams. I wouldn't just say very good matchup. I would say this is actually borderline rivalry. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is going to be a very heated match. I mean should we even talk about the playoff format? Let's let's wait to talk about the playoff format. But because this is just one game, this yeah. is going to be like intense. So I'm really excited yeah. for that. Feeling.
0: Unlike the first round if it's tied no, if it's tied, it goes into extra time. I was just, yeah.
1: Okay, I trust you.
0: Yeah, because it's only one game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> got you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that one I'm excited about. Um, because we're talking about supporter shield team. Um, really hot. Philly Philly is always a, a fighting team, so mm-hmm. good matchup there. Yeah. Um, the other the other side of the bracket, though, I think might be. Uh, a little more of a blowout, Orlando-Columbus.
0: Orlando is Orlando kind of a surprising team. Um, yes, they did play against Nashville, who Nashville didn't show up at all in these playoffs. We talked about it last episode. Surprising that they didn't score a single goal in these playoffs. But don't don't count out Orlando quite yet.
1: I'm already counting them out. I mean, bro, if if Nashville didn't show up to the playoffs... And Orlando only beat them one nothing both games, but I
0: Orlando mean, has the home field advantage, though.
1: Blah. I mean, Orlando's home home crowd is like Houston's home crowd.
0: Um, I'm like no, at, like, or, like or, no one or, shows up. Orlando at home this season, they are seventh in the East. Um, Columbus away, they are fifth in the East. So pretty pretty similar.
1: All I'm saying is that Orlando. I think Orlando's dropping points here
0: yeah possibly possibly
1: um uh, Houston Casey I
0: don't I, I don't like that I don't like it at all don't like it
1: we're gonna talk about it again next week so you might as well just give give something right now
0: um I like Houston ever since they've turned the switch from the, the league's cup it was least cup into open cup. They've just looked like a completely dangerous team. And then we have KC with Alan Polito and Johnny Russell. So you have two good teams with good attacking players. So, and Houston has the home field advantage, but we saw when they played RSL, they can't fill a stadium at all. I think they have the lowest attendance in this, in this playoff so far. So
1: it it was pretty, it was pretty close to the lowest. I think there's still one more team.
0: Well, probably New York Red Bulls, but
1: yeah, either New York or New England.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think it might be possibly more KC fans in this in that stadium. So
1: this will be the battle of uh, barbecue. We should call it the barbecue battle.
0: The barbecue battle. I like it. I like it. Winner just gets a a whole a, pig,
1: a, a basket of barbecue,
0: a basket of barbecue, and uh, some homemade <laughs> barbecue sauce. I like it.
1: I like it. There we go. You're welcome, Houston and KC fans. <laughs>
0: That would be Uh, the best trophy.
1: So then, uh, I guess I'll get my quick opinion. Houston. There. That was a really quick opinion. Um, And it's all because of the same reasons you just said. Period. I mean, even though I don't like Baird. As an on-field player, don't we're not talking about off off the field. I don't. This is an on the field conversation right now. I don't yeah. like Baird. I don't <laughs> like Bossy. I don't like Dorsey. I don't like Ache Ache. I don't like them. I don't. Oh, I, I don't like their keeper either. Um. Mhm. He's, yeah. he's a forgettable name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. So there uh even though i as much as i hate them he, they're going to win steve clark by the way Oh, steve clark
0: okay no, and, and also ben olson ben olson is kind of one of those like he's still a coach but he's like he's a good scrappy coach who he's won an open cup he's won two open cups as as a head coach
1: he can thank us for the
0: one open cup that's true well i guess yeah. two because he he beat us in the semifinals he, this year he
1: he didn't win that open cup we gave it to him on a platter on a platter. Okay. Seattle and LAFC.
0: Oh man. This one, I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of tossed. Obviously in my bracket, I have Seattle for this one, but I'm feeling more LAFC just because Seattle kind of scrapped their way against Dallas in this game three without Jesus. And they are playing at home too. So I'm like, kind of question like, is Seattle that good of a team? So I think LAFC is just going to drop the hammer in this one. But mind you, they're playing this one in Seattle.
1: Come on, Seattle.
0: And LAFC has not been the greatest of teams when playing on turf, by the way. So something to keep an eye on.
1: Fight. And And win. win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Let's do this playoff bracket. Um, just so you know, I, have you looked at it lately, the standings?
0: Um, for the bracket challenge?
1: Mm.
0: Last time I checked, I think you and I are still in last place.
1: Um, we're not in last place anymore. Oh, we're
0: not in last place anymore?
1: No, last place is sitting at 90 points, Ooh. Um, which is technically uh, fifth place because, yeah, fifth place. Okay. Uh, me, you, and Sarah are sitting in fourth place. Okay with 120 points all three of us are tied.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes.
1: So, if if we're in fourth place, that means there are still about roughly more than 15 people above us. <laughs> um there are two people tied for first. But I'm guessing
0: no no perfect brackets?
1: Um I didn't even check to see if their brackets were perfect, but here we go. Um nope, not a perfect bracket. Neither are perfect brackets. Why? Okay. Because of Casey, pick, yeah,
0: I was gonna say RSL. Um, they did pick. Uh,
1: did they pick, Oh, they didn't pick RSL to move on. I didn't. <laughs> oh no, they didn't pick RSL to move on.
0: Okay, so we had we had we had one smart person out out of everybody.
1: No, two, two. So there's two. So we have a a Mike T. Who, a Mike T. If you're listening, nice job. You're winning and, right now. A, and Jaden, Jaden S.
0: Jaden, if you're listening you're i think second you're tied for first place
1: tied for first place uh, with 210 points Ooh. um and both of them um have the same outcome coming out of of the of the houston side they both have houston moving on to the conference final so okay and that's something
0: that, keep an yeah. eye on there for that one what about for the for the east who, who do they have in the east
1: um, well, they're all perfect, but uh, going to the conference final, it's Cincy Columbus.
0: For for both sides?
1: Um, this is uh, I'm looking at Jaden's, Cincy Columbus, and Mike's is Cincy Columbus. Literally the only difference I think, oh yeah, they have the same final four. <laughs> um, So Mike's final is Cincy Houston, and Jaden's final is is Seattle Cincy.
0: Ooh, ooh, man, man. I, I, it's going to come down to that final, final... I guess it's going to come down between Seattle and LAFC, because if LAFC wins, then uh, their bracket's done for. Let's
1: see. Well, we'll both had have Houston-Seattle in that conference final. Both of them have them as champions. One has Houston, one has Seattle as the mm, champion. Mm. So...
0: Mm. We can only we can only have one winner. I, I'm not giving out two shirts. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the tie wasn't there. Like a tiebreaker of a uh, how many goals?
0: Um. Well, we can do goals, and if you're tied on goals, then we'll do like an arm arm wrestle. Well, well I, th- <laughs> I
1: think I think I think the bracket challenge automatically does it for you.
0: Oh, okay, I I don't have to do it for them. <laughs> we'll check
1: December ninth. Once we have a winner, we'll figure it out. If there is an actual actual tie, we'll uh do a sudden death. Like
0: you have to go wrestle it outside.
1: Yeah, like some kind of sword fight or something. <laughs> um cool. Um make sure you guys keep track of this because this is gonna get fun. Um only because someone's gonna win a shirt, not because RSL's still in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you like really watching like watching a lot of soccer, then yeah. I mean we're gonna keep watching. I was like, I, I, I
0: like I was like, who doesn't like watching a lot of soccer? Like
1: there are some soccer fans that don't like watching a lot of soccer. Like, example, dad. Dad doesn't it's, like watching a lot of soccer.
0: It's sad but true. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong there.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. So let's uh let's get into these player interviews. Um, there were a lot of. I mean, not a lot. But I mean, I'm gonna rephrase all of this. There were a lot of players to interview. In fact, the whole roster.
0: I I hope so. I hope every player got to interview.
1: Even even the the GM got interviewed.
0: That's usually how it goes for player interviews.
1: I'm just saying, I have to explain it. So, I need you to give me a couple of of your thoughts out of a couple of them. We're not going to go through all of them. We're not yeah. we're not those people.
0: Yeah, we're not we're not going through all 20 plus players. No, we're not doing that. Um, no, nope.
1: just your opinions and a couple of things that stood out to you. And, and I think we have something to comment on a couple of them, and we'll we'll dive deeper into those.
0: Yeah, so I guess let's let's jump in right into the most important one of all from the player interviews. It was the Musovski one. Um, so for those of you who had not watched it, head over to Caleb's page on Twitter or X, where he literally just asked Caleb asked um, Musovski right straight to the point, why why were you out for the past two months? What happened? All these things, and it just got me just scratching my head i'm like
1: it's it definitely definitely uh rso nation is slightly divided um there's differing opinions
0: agreed agreed and i i i'm to the fact like if you're out two months you don't deserve a spot to come back on for the team and especially coming in to be taking of the fifth penalty for the game on saturday in houston
1: this was a this is a rough one for me um in in a summary um for those that haven't gone it, it was ended up being like this readers digest version it was i was told i was going to get more i didn't get more i got upset um i sat out because i wanted to show them that i deserved more that made them more mad um i then came back because i wanted to come back for the team but there were still unresolved issues um then basically I wasn't able to get back on good terms. And right now we're not on good terms.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it, it just sounds by the sounds of it that maybe possibly they kind of have finalized the deal. I don't know for sure or not, but I wouldn't be happy about that. <sighs> so it just doesn't seem like that's the solution that RSL needs because we already have the answer in Chicho. We saw that. And now all of a sudden Luna is like, he flipped the switch with the last five games, scoring in about the last five games. So yes, Musovski, I think, contributed about six goals or how many however many assists, but I don't know if he can still continue that next season.
1: I don't know about continuing it next season. I think um I mean there's the, some comments run roaming around is that Arso doesn't want to get burned again like they did with the Rubio deal.
0: Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh,
1: um, which man, we're suffering because of that. Yeah. Um but and I, I can understand why why they're they're holding out, but at the same time, you have to understand Moose's side is like RSL gave gave their word of, of some kind of promise. Um that hasn't been made known like super public, mm-hmm. besides the fact besides saying they promised me extra things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that would have been great if uh if his what's his bucket GM, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on people's names today uh, El- Elliot Elliot, thank you uh if <laughs> if Elliot would have like gotten into detail, but Elliot was asked a question about Danny, and he says that a lot of these things are internal conversations they you guys will not know about these and so
0: i I'm not like yes, I understand like some of it's like closed doors privacy they want to keep it within the team, but if you need to tell the media, tell the fans this stuff, so we can know what is happening behind the scenes, so we're not just like scratch your head, being confused all the time.
1: Yeah, um, Danny gave me vibes, um, and and everyone don't take this like I think he's like the greatest player on this earth or a really great player either, <laughs> but but gave me Cristiano Ronaldo vibes, like Absolutely. I I am better than than. I'm gonna say it how it is. I'm better than you. I deserve more, and you better treat me better. It's I like, don't know. Whoa. I don't know
0: if it. I don't know if it's the fact that he played in LAFC. He has an MLS Cup ring on his title. He played with Chicho in LAFC. I don't know if it's any of that that he, he just treats himself higher than everybody else. But
1: I don't think that's the case. Oh, I, I. The only reason I think that's not the case is that because he benched. He was benched most of the season. For LAFC, anyway, so he didn't. He barely saw any minutes, and and he was saying that this was one of his best. That this was his best season of his career, and to to say that and having been been benched like half the season, um, just kind of tells you. Well,
0: it wasn't until like it wasn't until about the Open Cup in Vegas, I believe, that's when he started getting starting minutes.
1: Yeah, it was around. uh, I was gonna say around May when he started getting more minutes. Yeah. Um but that lasted until mid uh, August. So mm-hmm. you're looking at 3 months that lasted. It's like yeah. Bro, you play 3 months out of the 6. And and on top of that, not, not only and, and I think this is where a lot of people um and I'm in the camp of like I I really don't like the attitude of this kid, but um he mm-hmm. left the team hanging even though he he's he has to worry about himself. He has to. Yeah. But he left his team hanging in critical moments this season. Um, games where if we had him, he could have flipped the the results. Um, we had two or three results in September where we tied or lost. Oh, yeah. And, and that could have helped us get higher up in, in the standings. We would, would have been able to play a, di- a different opponent in the playoffs. Who home, knows? What home would field. Have, home field. Who knows what would have happened at this point? Mm-hmm. Yes, we're we're here now, yeah. but we also can't forget what, what he did to us. We can't, be, because those had consequences, and right now we're living that consequence, and we're out of the playoffs.
0: So, if you're Elliot and the whole the whole staff, do you resign? Do you just keep think about it, or do you just maybe have him for one more season and just just keep, just think about this overall move? What what are your thoughts?
1: <laughs> um. Without me being a business salary guy, I would be. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna give you cost of living raise. I might give you just a little bit more because of your performance, but yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you above 150. I can't because of what you did to this team. You're worth 150 to me because you are a liability. Because I know now you're gonna throw a tantrum if things don't go your way. Because
0: um, I'm more scared that yes, we give him that six figure that he's asking for, but he's just gonna maybe just. Treat it like oh sweet, you guys pay me. I don't have to do much anymore.
1: Give him the six figure, but give him a, a low six figure. That's why I said give him one fifty. Two hundred yeah. at the most. Like mm. like that's being super generous. One fifty, cool. Keep him for a year, maybe two. But he's not gonna accept that. He wants up to the four or five hundreds because he thinks he's that.
0: Yeah, if I was RSL, I would just sign up for a, a one year that and if things don't get better by like summertime then then dump him just send him somewhere else so uh, that's my thoughts
1: yeah yeah that danny situation is really sticky um it's yeah yeah and and i understand everyone has their opinions this is you you probably don't agree with us uh we have we come from different points of view but hey it's all right i mean at this rate it doesn't look like danny's going to be playing much next season anyway so um I don't know. I don't know. But, oh, because also, he also said, it doesn't look like the RSO want me back. <laughs> that was like a huge hit. I was like.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, that, that's something you especially you don't say in a post game. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. In, in a, in a post season. Yeah. But whatever. Um, Other interviews that uh, struck you. Did you uh, have any others?
0: No other ones that are coming coming to mind that, that really were like eye-catching that that stood out. I, th- I think it was mostly that Mousovsky one that stood out to me.
1: I think that that's the one that stood out to, to everyone. But uh there were a couple here and there that uh I can't remember details of what they said, but there was a lot of um there's a lot of improvements that we needed to make. Yeah. And and there's a lot of I hope We hope that this team stays together next season because there is a good vibe in the locker room and we have a lot of support.
0: Yeah, So I think uh, I remember one of those came from Justin Glad talking about how the defense does need to improve. There was a lot of mistakes in the back line. He referred to himself and then other people. So I like that he took ownership and that they're recognizing those mistakes in that back line for the defense.
1: Yeah. Um. Another one that stood out to me was a uh, Vera. Vera had mentioned that when he was signed, he was he was a he's a left back. He he says I am a trained left back. When so I came he, on,
0: he's had to train. He's had to work his way in going switching into center back.
1: Yeah. He he said in in his Spanish. He says the Mister <laughs> coach, the Mister, <laughs> changed me to be a center back, hmm. and so so I've had to I've had to change my game and and adapt. Uh, and it's been a long long season of of learning but i am now able to play i feel comfortable at center back but i also can play left back now from a fan point of view what are your thoughts
0: i'm just more surprised that his team prior to rsl never saw him as a center back like the dude is huge
1: um, but Let's just say Colombian defenders are huge. Yeah,
0: that's that's true. We we saw what how big Olave was when he was here. So <laughs> yeah, no, but that that makes me happy to know that we have a defender that can transition from center back to left back is awesome. As well as he can be our set piece taker. So he's a he's a dual threat.
1: Um, he also mentioned that as well, being more involved in in set pieces and being more involved in in uh, in taking shots from outside. He uh, he's he's learned that new ability about himself. So there's a lot of learning for Vera. And we all knew that he played left back coming in. Yeah. What yeah. I, what what I don't think everyone understood was how unfamiliar he was with the center back position. Mm-hmm. E- even though Fop Mob gave us a little indication of he's mostly left back, oh but he can't play a little center back? <laughs> no, he was like like nope. center back's not my thing, but um I prefer him as a center back.
0: Yeah, yeah. With his size, his built, it just works better with Vera and Glad in our backline overall.
1: It still would have been bomb to have Glad Silva Vera. That would have been bomb.
0: It's not too late. I there is not too late. We possibly next season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Marcelo. Speaking of Marcelo, he did he did uh, have a couple of questions. Wasn't like too entertaining um, in terms of a uh, content but uh, he did say he was kind of excited to have Luis Suarez coming to the, uh, to the league.
0: Well, first off, we have to hope and cross our fingers that we do get to play Miami because RSL, as, as you know, is one of the very few teams that have never played Miami. So
1: bro, I would, I would love to see RSL play against inter Barcelona.
0: That would be a dream, a dream come true, whether it's here or whether it's in Miami.
1: Yeah, it's, it's got to happen, but yeah, um, I'm trying to think of I, I remember Gomez was talking about his his improvement um he said he had a he was he was disappointed in himself at the beginning of the season but as the season grew he started getting a lot of support from from coach um in in terms of trying to get things ramped up um and he's ready to to put in the work to do better next season. Um, he understands that this was a, a season of getting used to a lot of things. He didn't do it as fast as he hoped and he's hoping to get a lot more goals scored next season.
0: That's awesome. I I like when players like that know where, where the, the places they can improve and they're already getting ready. Their mind's getting ready for, for next season. I like that.
1: Yeah, that's what a lot of them are. are there are like, all of them are saying 2024. 2024. I mean, I mean, what else can they really say? But yeah. you, you you can tell that there's sure. there's a certain a fire and, a, and excitement because um, what Elliot Fall said was there's going to be a lot less transactions this off season.
0: I'm more excited for because we got Chicho in the middle of of this summer. We're going to get a full season with Chicho this upcoming year, so that makes it we're we're going to come out guns a blazing.
1: Well, how about this? You're going to have a whole season of Chicho, a whole season of Pablo whole season season of, of Palacio, Luna. Palacio and Luna. I mean, having those players that were like halfway through the season, all of a sudden started shining and whatnot, having them. I mean, they had this half a season together off season and then a, all next season barring any injuries, which we're hoping no injuries.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They, we're looking at a very talented core next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm excited because it's it's just gonna get better from here. We have such a young, talented team. The sky's the limit. Sky is the limit with this team.
1: Now, the the question is: there's a and I haven't seen this a lot, but I know there's a lot of people throwing this out there, especially the the haters. But is Pablo the right guy to move forward? One, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, he's gonna be there, but. A lot of people are worried that Pablo is going to ruin the the whole, the scheme of things by throwing out random lineup changes and whatnot. Because we, we saw that a lot at the beginning of the season. <laughs> here's here's my mindset. Um, going back to the PKs from from Saturday, the yeah. only reason the the reason why he changed up the PKs was because he wanted to throw off the cadence of of the keeper. He wanted to throw off the the groove of the keeper. And-
0: and also, he said that he in training, going up to this game, Musaski looked a lot better in training than Crylock, So,
1: I mean, with, with those kind of thoughts, I do get worried that that he wants to change things too much, and it throws off the jive if, if, if players are jiving. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's what – I mean, how many times did I mention this during the season? It's like, keep the same lineup. If it's working, don't change it.
0: Yeah. Like you never saw that with Jason Christ when he was here, he I never mean, did it all. Y-
1: you can name our, our our starting eleven. Actually, should we try? Should we try? Ramondo, Borchers Olave, Beltran, Be- Winger,
0: Finley, Javi, Grabavoy.
1: Do the midfield. Don't don't go everywhere. Yeah, Be- Gra- grab Be- Grabavoy, Beckerman, Javi, Johnson, Johnson, Finley, Finley, and Sabo. Yeah. You mean that was consistent,
0: whereas now you can't do that at all because it's changing every single game and it's frustrating.
1: Yeah, and and that's I, I've had so many talks either on here or with other people that identity is so important. When you mm-hmm. have an identity, it's really hard to knock a team off. And yeah, you look
0: at you look at the U.S. men's national team; they don't have an identity because they're changing their lineup all the time because. They play Trinidad and Tobago tomorrow. Who knows? They're gonna probably come out with some weird, funky lineup that we they haven't seen, or th- maybe the same team. But when we have a team like Argentina, it's consistent all the time.
1: You know who's gonna start. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and even if there are some lineup changes, you know that it's 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 one for one. You know, it's mm-hmm. either this person or this person. It's not oh, yeah. like a random third or fourth person, or they're <laughs> gonna change the formation because they're they ran out of people. It's like. No, we know what the lineup is. So that's why identity is so important. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I – this is where me and Pablo might have a discussion, maybe an argument. I think um, identity is more important than mentality.
0: Why do do you say that?
1: Um, Identity is the base. If you know who you are and how you play, Mm -hmm. mentality comes with that. You you become confident in what – in what you what you what you're doing, but if you don't have an identity, that means it's literally all willpower. It's all willpower, and that's where where I think a lot of us who have seen Pablo play throughout his whole career with the with with Colorado with the U.S. men's national team, that's how he played. He it's it was it, he had a lot of tenacity, and it True. was just 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 run straight into a brick wall and just keep working, keep working. That. For me, that's that's not
0: that's not the way it should be. No, not at all.
1: If if you have an identity, if you know how you play, if you know who you are, then then that builds confidence. And when you when you're confident, then the mentality comes into play.
0: I liked Pablo when we were like on that little bit of a stretch prior to Pablo Ruiz getting injured in League's Cup. But now with us out of the playoffs, the way it is, two two years in a row, out of the playoffs in playoffs.
1: I kind of I I think I'm kind of Pablo out now. So, I'm I'm not Pablo out. I just need him to dig a little bit deeper into the the soccer IQ books.
0: What I and- want to see RSL do is maybe get a coach outside the US, South American coach, coach from Europe, because we see how well Javi is doing with Inter Miami with Tata Martino and he's doing excellent. Like those those guys are gelling so well. So maybe something like that. Just, like reel in hobby, come back to RSL.
1: <laughs> that that that'd be nice. But I I think we're we're fine with Pablo for right now. But you could see it in games that mattered. We don't have an identity. It's um true. The, the Houston games were literally all off will. It wasn't. We didn't have a, a base identity. And when, but I mean, you can you tell me what great Jason Christ's base identity was? What well, what was his his formation tactic? It was just that. always was that diamond? It was the four four two diamond. Yeah, and, and and what comes with the four four two diamond that we had?
0: It's that defensive mid that always comes back. It, just...
1: it was it was possession. That's true. We, yeah, that, we the, we played possession. Tiki taki So, so when we, when we played tiki taka, it's it that that's how that's how we played. That's what we mm-hmm. were known for. Right now, we're not known for anything.
0: We're known for uh, going on the, the the sides and just crossing it in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Down the wings and cross down the wings and cross yeah <laughs> hey that's a that's a that's a nice dance down the wings across um so wow that was a that was a lot sorry guys that was that was just me going on a me thinking i think i'm a coach sometimes but i'm really not <laughs> but um either way the feel across the team is very positive um, even Luna got in with the positive positivity. He, in fact, he even threw out there that uh, he doesn't care that other teams are after him. His focus next season is RSL. So that that only that also lets me understand that he's been contacted, or at least his agent has been contacted by other teams. Which it's obvious. I mean, the dude's doing really well right now. It's gonna be normal.
0: I, honest, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the likes of Luna and Sava gone maybe halfway through the season because they deserve it. Because for a young talent like Luna at the age of 20 years old, if you're scoring in five games in a row, you're going to get looked at from teams from Europe or from wh- wherever.
1: It's true. It's true. So, it well, we, we shouldn't be surprised if uh, if maybe he leaves during the summer if, there, if there's a good enough deal. But yeah. I don't want to think about that. Um, but you did mention Sava. Sava is away on international duty again
0: along with Oviedo
1: along with Oviedo which this is it's it would have been nice if if we were still playing because only two two players got called up it's true
0: it's true uh Lambert didn't get called up and Ojeda
1: and Ojeda and Rubin
0: well uh, Guatemala is knocked out
1: well, they played. I think that Friday or Saturday, the same day that, or we're we're still within playoffs. So I think they got knocked out, or mm. or no, it was a friendly. It was a friendly, but it's friendly. Either way, um, they they have, uh, Wasaba has South American qualifiers. Um, he plays against Ecuador. Uh, what what is it tomorrow?
0: Tomorrow Thursday.
1: Tomorrow, Thursday, today. If you're listening today, <laughs> hey, I have
0: to... And then Lambert plays in the Nations Leagues on Friday. Lambert, I thought you said he wasn't called up. That... Oh, not 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 Lambert. I meant I I at Oviedo. We are getting so confused. Oviedo for Costa Rica plays Friday <laughs> against true. Panama.
1: Yes. Um, and our favorite team.
0: I was. I'm putting in my background, like it's your background. <laughs>
1: it's my background. <laughs> um, Argentina play against uh, Uruguay at uh, at five, so that's a that's good. This is gonna be an interesting stretch for Argentina because it's it's Uruguay and Brazil. That's the
0: nice little gauntlet of games coming up.
1: Yeah. So um, there's still soccer to watch. Still soccer, but um. I want to go back to something that I totally skipped over at the very beginning, and you're and you're probably thinking, I'm glad you're coming back to this because I forgot too. Um, yeah, yes, we didn't talk about the RSL game because well, everyone already knows what happened to our RSL game, and we already I was, gave. I, I was
0: crying. That that's what happened.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I want to get into. So, one, uh, I want to. You you went to the airport. I did go to um, the airport. That. Uh, just give give me just a couple of thoughts airport run um what was the vibe when you saw the players yeah so f- uh
0: friday day before uh, the huge game on saturday we had just a couple of us about 10 of us uh, that showed up to the airport right there we're all had our flags and our scarves and just chanting and cheering loud for the boys and they loved it like they loved every minute of us just showing up and just giving them good luck and good vibes and uh took a picture with Moose and Luna and Crylock and just hoping them for the best for the day before.
1: Excellent. And and well I think I think I have a couple of comments on I think supporter culture afterwards. But then Saturday there was a couple of watch parties.
0: There was uh, so there
1: was beer, beer Bar had theirs. Uh-huh. And, but then you went to Kaye.
0: We went to Kaye. Um for those of you who have not gone out to Kaye, head to Kaye. It's fun, fun, fun environment, fun atmosphere there. They have the indoor street court there. Um, and also, I was there Friday. I'm doing a plug. Uh, Sugar House, Kaye just uh, opened up their new court in Sugar House, their new street court. So head over there. If you haven't seen that, it's really cool. But, yeah, sa- Saturday I was at the watch party at Kaye because best place to have a watch party. We have three TVs. And over there by the court where they have the – where they have their street court inside they have a they put up a, a sheet so kind of a little so, watch party
1: so it was like like on the huge screen
0: yeah huge huge sheet for uh, those who wanted to watch it there three tvs over there by the entrance and they had the fifa for those who wanted to play fifa and then we had a uh, we had leo the lion there people playing some street soccer so it was a good vibe Um, people we had Labara there. We had Riot Brigade there. We had Salt City there. We had Los Caballeros Reales. So we had all the supporters groups there. We had trumpets there. We had drums. It was loud. It was loud. I was standing on tables, um, in chairs. Um, so it's like it was just a loud, fun, passionate environment inside there. I was, what more can you ask for?
1: I mean bringing all those supporter groups and having that many people it, it must have made you feel a little bit different than than the rest of the season where we go to the stadium and yeah mean you get excited for games we get nervous yeah, yeah. but for but sure. but you being there with other people that are like huge fans how did that make you feel were you, were you just like just ready to jump out of your skin
0: oh 100% um so before I get to that so beer bar actually got to capacity they got full so they were telling people at beer bar to head over to calle so calle got to the point where we couldn't even move our, our shoulders it was that packed it was standing room only people are could barely even see the t- the three tvs out in the far distance but i just loved everybody's passion everybody's enthusiasm because everybody was cheering everybody was doing the chance even if they didn't know the ones in spanish they were still trying their hardest and just going all out because they knew Riot Azar tied that game up by by Luna late in the second half. It just got electric. The the, the literally felt like the roof on Kaite was just going to collapse because it was just so loud and so passionate
1: inside there. That's so awesome. I'm I'm super jealous. Um, what was everyone's mood right after losing to the PKs? I mean, that PK was blocked. Mm-hmm. I one blocked off the post. Um, what was what was everyone's reaction? What Give me everyone else's reaction, and then give me your reaction.
0: Yeah, everybody was confused, first and foremost, because they knew, obviously, we still had Ojeda and Palacio that hadn't taken PKs. And we see Musovsky walking up, and everybody was just talking in really loud. They're like, what's going on? Why is Moose going? And all these things. And then he goes to take it and just drills the post. And that's when we knew. Season done over. Uh yeah, I was feeling the same way. I was just so confused because, in my mind, your fifth penalty taker is your most important. That's why we saw Luna take it in on Monday. And I, I didn't understand why we don't do the same thing. But maybe have Ojeda. Maybe have Palacio take that fifth one because they've been crucial for us in our midfield. But not somebody like Musovski, who's been out two months. And right as I see him drill the posts and doesn't go in, I'm just sitting there, head down, just crying because I'm like, back-to-back years, getting knocked out in the playoffs by PKs, it's not the way you want to end a season whatsoever.
1: So, I understand. Well, you sent me a voice message. I think you're on your way out. Um, You sent me a message, and you were choking up in the message, which I'll tell you when I first heard it, I didn't hear it for like three or four hours afterwards, so I apologize. <laughs> um, That uh, it, it made me happy because that means that you're passionate uh, about this team. I mean – This team, like, gets you fired up.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, Alan and I have been uh, with RSL since the rice Cycle days, since uh, Brian Dunseth planted the flag in the corner. So, my blood literally bleeds and Cobalt. So, I think this is the first season that I have felt this much love and passion for RSL because... Yes, last season we lost in penalties as well, but it was just the way that we fought so hard in these playoffs. When Chicho came on in the in game two at, here at home, we saw that just change of of balance and just possession. And same in this game when we saw Chicho come on in in, in game game three, it was just a whole another level. So that's just my that's where my sadness mainly comes from.
1: Was there uh, anyone else that was uh, emotional as you were?
0: Yeah, there was definitely a few other people, a couple of people in La a couple of people in Riot Brigade that were kind of teary-eyed because they didn't want the season to be over. People really wanted so badly to be hosting Kansas City because, as you know, Kansas City is one of our biggest rivals, and that would have been such a good matchup.
1: Can you imagine what what the Riot would have been against uh, SKC? Yeah, because you
0: saw how packed it was Game 2 here. It would have been a whole another level if we had a conference semifinal here, but yeah, we just have to hope and wish.
1: Um, so it, it brings me to this point um, about supporter culture. Um, I understand we have lives; everyone has things going on in their lives, for sure. But but being being identified with a team and having that team be be your team. I think RSL as a, as a community, we we have a lot to improve on in terms of being fans. There's a lot of a lot of people saying, "Yeah, I'm a fan of RSL. Um, mm-hmm. I I like going to RSL games, or I like soccer and RSL is my team because, well, I live here." Yeah. Um, I think when there we're still young. We're we're a young club, and For we have sure. uh, we still have decades to go, but they have got to figure out a reason, or not a reason, a way to to dig this, this culture deep into the community.
0: And I think we're slowly starting to get that. We had, obviously, a couple months back, we had Los Caballeros Reales. Um, thank you for uh, Keaton and, and Justin. Two great guys, and they're, they started that, that fan base themselves, and they're slowly starting to, to get other fan bases and other people involved. And it just starts with that, just getting people involved, getting people to know about what RSL is all about, and just inviting them to games.
1: I mean, we see the 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 fan culture. I, we're going to give the example of uh, of Utah football because me and you under we know Utah football, mm-hmm. but there are so many people that tailgate, so many people that group up. There's so many sections that have their their own cultures and their own stuff. Um, we need to have a lot more of that at RSL. Um, I think we need to have a lot more people this super passionate. And if you're super passionate at your house watching these games, that's great. Um, we we just want more people to be this super passionate. And may, maybe this is the boring part of the, the, the episode, but it, I just want you guys to feel that, that we've been here since 2005. We've been involved with the team um, with – Heck, well, we'll even let you in on a little secret. Here's big secret. Um, me, me and my dad started volunteering with, with RSL, um, being part of their, their production, field production crew, um, back in 2005. Dad's still doing it, but uh, on the pro side. So mm-hmm. dad is with the referees. Um, that's 20 years that we've been we well, next season is going to be nineteen seasons, I guess. yeah, <laughs> but but we've been involved with this club for so long. um and and seeing people join the club day by day is exciting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but but we need your you older people to get we, fired we, up. We need
0: more. like, like yes, I, I I see that there's love for other teams, the jazz, the Utes, the cougars, all these things. But it, it it can't stop there. We need RSL all the time. Just get passionate, get loud, and bring that same energy that you bring for other games to here.
1: Yeah. Well, I need you guys to be like TV warriors at from home. I need you to see it that at the field. I I all guess, the time. All I, guess time. I, I guess I get bugged by people sitting in their seats just, just clapping for for good plays. No, I need you to like get up off your seat like yeah we need people like Ju- we need people like justin 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 <laughs> shout out to justin shout um, out to, to J dog gay dog um anyways enough of the the fan rant we really uh we really appreciate i don't know if i should be saying this but the team i think really appreciates all the fans that show yeah. up
0: yeah i'll as we're on this note, I just want a big thanks to all the supporters, all the that that I met this season at tailgates, at watch parties. You guys were awesome. You guys were really supportive. You guys were super friendly, super nice, and I really appreciate that. That you guys were awesome. So,
1: well, uh, I guess as another emphasis, a huge thanks. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone, um, uh, for this past season. I I think uh. This Friday, we we turned six months old as a podcast. By the way, um, and it, it's been a journey. It's definitely been a journey. We've uh, learned a lot um, doing all this, but we really appreciate the relationships that we've been, been able to to get by doing this. Um, new friends, um, new people to talk soccer to. So yeah, absolutely. You you know who you are, uh, especially the ones that we've met in in person, but we really appreciate the support and we hope to keep growing. And hopefully we have more people listening um, to our opinions and, and to comment. I mean, to, to interact with us, we we're pretty down to earth and we're pretty accepting of mostly any opinions, except for if you like Casey.
0: (laughs) Spot on, spot on. But before we finish, let's get to our end of season awards.
1: You're right. I was like, do you know what was funny? I was like, I, I can't there's one more thing I can't remember what it was but I got, anyways. I
0: got I got. you I got you take it away so we got MVP most improved defender of the year uh save of the year and goal of the year I think those are my, my our five categories
1: all so, right let's do it so
0: my MVP for this season is drumroll please
1: yeah.
0: Savarino he hmm. he he definitely it, he impressed me by uh, leading the team in goals this season, so very nicely done because, as you know, last season we had a different goal scorer. We don't speak of his name. He went to Vancouver, and then he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but Sa- Savarino, my MVP for this season, my most improved.
1: Wait, wait. S- I want to do my MVP. Oh, we're going to oh. do, we're, we're do one each. Okay, your um, MVP. My MVP is Pablo Ruiz even though he missed the last two and a half months of the season, the the impact that he had um, from, we'll say, April, beginning of April to August was absolutely humongous. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just say without him during the whole season, I don't think we would have been able to make it to the playoffs. I think there would have been a lot of struggle. We would have found a way, but – uh, Pablo Ruiz is vital. In fact, um, Loffelson said he's probably one, one of the most creative passers I've ever seen in my life.
0: I don't doubt it. He was a magician in the midfield. Best left foot on the team by far.
1: Yeah, that's debatable.
0: So that leads us into most improved. Now, most improved, you cannot win this award if you're a new player. <laughs>
1: So hey, what do you mean uh, what do you mean by new player?
0: So Chicho can't win this, Vera can't win this, Gomez can't win this. Why not? So you're 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 saying that just a player like a brand new player can win most improved?
1: Well, yeah, because they if they played at the beginning of the year and they sucked, and then they played at the end of the year and they're good. That is okay. that not an improvement. Okay, then if if that's <laughs> Well, give me your most improved. It, whatever your criteria was. What's your, who's your most improved?
0: My most improved is Oviedo. Um, reason being, if we look at last year's stats to this year's stats, he has a lot more assists, a lot more games played. And he, he just impressed me. Um, it was the fact it was during, I can't remember when it was, we, he finally got that starting spot in that left back. That's when he just flipped the switch and he impressed me a lot.
1: All right. I can understand that. That's a really good one. Um, And it was about um, end of August, beginning of September is when he finally got the starting spot for sure. So my most improved, I was going to say Vera because of what he said about being moved from left back to center back. Mm -hmm. But I think my most improved player is going to be Emeka and Nelly. Uh,
0: He's been huge, especially for being a rookie. Huge, huge that he's done this it, season.
1: I mean, he went from college to basically starting a ton of games at right back. And, yeah. uh, and that's not easy to do. So most improved definitely for me and Nelly.
0: Um, that leads into defender of the year. Um, I, I think this is a, an easy one. Vera for me, Vera has been, yes, he had his moments where, because I think he almost led the entire league in yellow cards and fouls, but he was a junkyard dog. He could finish on set pieces. And he was just a commander on our back line. So very well done for him.
1: Um, I'll agree. Uh, Vera for Defender of the Year. Um, he also said that in his uh exit interview that his uh, next year improvement will be his yellow cards. <laughs> just so you know, he literally said that.
0: Yeah, he, he needs to work on that. That was not not a good stat to, to hold. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, so I I I can't remember saves that very well. So maybe we'll, I, I, have, we'll... I have one save in mind. Okay. You have one save. Okay. What's your save of the year?
1: It was, um, McMath's save in the Colorado game, the, the, the foot save. Oh. And it, it was, it's only save of the year for me because it saved us from going any farther down on the, on the standings.
0: That's true. That's true. There was also another, there's a couple of saves. Um, Um, I believe it was McMath against Colorado in Colorado. He had like a tip save over the bar. There was one where it was Beavers in Austin. There was a good save there. So a lot of good saves from Beavers and McMath this season. So kudos to them. So that leads into the most important one of all. Goal of the year. This is going to be a debate. Okay, here we go. My goal of the year. It's got to be Vera against KC. Hands down best Bro. goal of the season. Yes, we were down at that at that point three. We were down three nothing at that mm-hmm. at that point. Three and just Vera, Vera looked like he broke the net with the power on that shot.
1: Holy crap. Uh me and you were up in the in the in the press box. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, that was legit. The um power and speed on that shot. I've never seen something like that. Out of a center back, I mean, I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of goals. Just that one was a really, really good goal, and and,
0: beauty.
1: and for me, um, I'd have to agree. I that that was gonna be my goal of the year too. I, I thought I, you were gonna surprised. go. To pa-
0: I, I thought you were gonna go, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. No. That that one was just the the rocket on it. That's like. That was like better than like eating moist chocolate cake.
0: My my runner up was there. There were some tough ones. That, a couple of good runner ups. There was a good Sava where he against New York Red Bulls where he's at the top of the box and he curls it in. My other runner up was in League's Cup against Seattle where it was the Pablo Reese crop left footed assist to Chicho. Chicho gets it, cuts in in the box and then cuts out shoots at the top of the box over Stephen Fry. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have counted that one too much. I probably would have done any of the, the free kick ones. um, Not the Vera one. The, that was a weird one. Um, Pablo Ruiz at the beginning of the season.
0: That's right. Uh, I um, forgot about that one.
1: Stava scoring in, in against Houston. That yep. was a good one. So there's, there's a lot of good goals. But, man, that Vera one is the one that stuck to me.
0: Yeah, so many goals, so many good memories to take away from this season. And you guys are all to thank for for us for season number one. And we we're so happy we were able to you guys are able to listen and be a part of us. And if you guys aren't already, make sure you guys head to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and catch us there at the RSL Bros and head catch us as well as on Apple and Spotify on the go.
1: Yeah. Um, we do have off season plans. As in, like we're gonna be here still. Um, we yeah, might RSL
0: may our cell may be over. There's no playoffs, but we'll be here every so often.
1: We'll be here every week at least. Week? Um, okay. It, we it, they might be shorter episodes, just because I mean we don't want to bore you guys with just random talking, unless unless we do get in some pretty heated debates, which we do. Hey, but, maybe
0: we'll, maybe we'll have Sarah more on more often.
1: I mean, who knows? But but we do have plans. There are plans in the off season. Um, so we're not going anywhere. So keep looking forward to us because we're going to be here, whether it's RSL or not. We're still going to be, I I don't know if I'll be wearing RSL gear every time, but (laughs) we're going to talk soccer because we love soccer.
0: Yeah, we will be here every week. We will be breaking down MLS playoffs, other soccer games, but catch us next time, guys. We love you. We appreciate you guys. Take care.
1: Chao, chao,